Hello, mama. Hope your day is so good. I know I'm having one of those days where I'm try to speak. I'm sure you'll hear me. And the words just don't always come out right because my baby was just up so much last night. I don't even know what was going on, but he was just all over the place. So I'm feeling okay. Had plenty of coffee, but my words are a little lacking. So hopefully I'll be able to communicate clearly to you. But I, I hope whatever you have in your day, uh, you're just feeling joy in the middle of it. You know, uh, Bible says that even in the midst of trials, we can have joy, which is, I know, a super annoying verse, but also so good. It's just so amazing that joy is always available to us. But I am excited to continue our series. I hope you've been loving it on being a daughter of the King. The series is all about you and how you are first before your wife, before your mother, you are a daughter of the King. And what does that look like? How do you not lose yourself in the midst of motherhood and marriage? And I am just excited to share with you what I have found and what God has shown me. And I hope that it encourages you and helps you just take that step to love your life a little bit more. You know, like God created this life for you to love. Now, it doesn't mean it's not going to be hard doesn't mean it's not going to be struggles. doesn't mean we don't make sacrifices, right? Like all of those things will exist, but it is so beautiful. Like we are on, one of the reasons we're on this earth is to enjoy his presence, to enjoy it all. So let's make sure we're doing that. Like when we walk in the fullness of who he created us to be, that is when we truly experience freedom and life and fulfillment. And so I know part of the reason that you're here is because maybe some of that is lacking. Maybe you're struggling to fully feel that joy, to fully love this mom life. And I believe that's available to you. So I hope that um, as we dive in deeper, that it's going to help encourage you to really just take a step closer to that. Because i that's kind of why I started the podcast, is so that you can live out the life that God has for you fully, because you are having all the boundaries, doing all the things, having all the mindsets, doing all the healing so that you can live to be the woman that God created you to be. So I'm excited to share this with you. And I also want to say if if the problem for you is that you know that there's healing that needs to be done, that you know it goes deeper than just setting some boundaries, but you don't even know how to begin setting boundaries because you feel guilty setting boundaries or you get confused setting boundaries or, you know, like you have a whole mess of just boundaries in your life. Like it's just a big mess. <laughs> you know, you need some extra support in learning like how to be healthy in boundaries and why you struggle to be healthy in boundaries and why it's hard for you to say no to your kid or why it's hard for you to say yes to your kid, right? Boundaries can go either way, like diffuse or, um, rigid. There we go. See, I told you words are hard today. Um, so either direction, like maybe your boundaries are too rigid, maybe they're too diffuse and you're just letting your kids and everyone walk all over you. So, either direction. If you need some help with that, like, first of all, you are not alone at all. Um, and most likely like your history has a lot to do with it. The boundaries that you watched in your parents growing up and in others growing up. And so I would love to help you with that. That's one of the things that we dive into in the healed mama Academy. And so if that's you and you know that you need just someone to get their eyes into your world, just to have some actual feedback on like, what in the world do I do here? I'm so confused. I don't know what is up, what is down. I need someone to point me in the direction that God's calling me to. Like you, you so deeply desire to walk in that. You just don't 
know how to figure that out, or you don't know how to implement it, right? You don't know how to have the courage to do it, or you get super triggered and consumed with anxiety, whatever that looks like. So if that's you, come and apply for the Healed Mama Academy today. I would love to work with you. This is a course that you you can complete within 16 weeks, but you can also go at your own pace, and then you have access to our group coaching calls that are weekly, and you have access to that for up to one year. So there's just tons of support, tons of great community, other women that are in the same season, walking through the same things that you are. And I would love to see you over there and help you just walk in the fullness of what God created you for. So come apply. You can find out all of the information at morningmamaacademy.gr8.com, morningmamaacademy.gr8, as in the number eight.com. You can also find the link in the show notes or in the Facebook group or email me like anywhere. I would love to chat with you. So can't wait to see you over there. And, uh, but let's also just get excited for the episode because we are going to talk all about how to practically walk out, not losing ourselves within the midst of motherhood and marriage. So let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama, I'm so excited to dive in today. I love like practical episodes. I know you probably do too, because we all just need some direction, some advice about what to do, what it looks like to actually implement these things. And so I just am so excited to talk through it with you. And, you know, as I kind of referenced earlier, a lot of what today is about is boundaries and being okay setting them. We're probably speaking more to those of you that struggle with diffuse boundaries, meaning you don't have clear boundaries. You're, you have a hard time saying no, or, you know, just deciding like, what is your space? What is your life? And it just kind of all flows together and is hard to tell where you start and the other person stops and so on. So I, I love working with women that are struggling here because I've been there and I get it and I can, I can sometimes fall back into it. But I know when I first read the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud, or, and Dr. Townsend, um, I think both of them, <laughs> I'm forgetting now, but um, it was life-changing for me. I was so helpful to know that it was okay to say no. It was so helpful to know I, I, I needed to separate myself from other people, and I, I didn't, you know, I learned how to do that well, and that it was God's intention for me to do that. And so I, I hope that you'll be able to gain some ground here today and I can just walk you through what it looks like. Cause I think that that question is essentially a question of boundaries, right? This is a question that has come up from some people that have joined the Facebook group and we've been talking about it a little bit in the Academy, but it's this question of how do I not lose myself in marriage and motherhood? And while there is, you know, so many tasks that can swirl around us, ultimately this, this looks like boundaries. Like if we don't have clear boundaries for who we are 
and and what that means, right? That's what we talked about in the last episode. Like we are first and foremost daughters of the king. And what does that look like? What does that mean? What does that entail? And we went in depth into that big vision, that big picture of what it means to be a daughter of the king. And today we're going to talk about like practically how to guard that, how to keep that in mind practically what does it look like on a day-to-day basis so get excited for some boundary talk like this is what we all need and i think it's so easy when we're taking care of all of the children to (laughs) lose this so i have let's see i think three things that i want to unpack uh the first one's pretty long but overall three things so these three things are going to help you to not lose yourself Okay. Number one, this is pay attention to what you need and what you want. Okay. And (laughs) let's say it again, pay attention to what you need and what you want. So simple, right? Like so simple, but how often do you go through your days not paying attention to these things? Like how many days do you have to pee and you ignore it for like five hours because you're so busy doing the thing to the thing to the thing to the thing to the thing, right? Like how many days do you skip a meal because you're not paying attention to your body and and what it's saying to you? Like how many days are you just so exhausted and you need maybe a 20 minute nap and you just keep going and you ignore it and you just don't, you try not to pay attention to it, right? Like, I mean, there's so many other things we could need, but those are some like clear pictures. I know that it's so annoying, the pee one, right? Like you got to pee and you just feel like you can't find the time to pee. Like that's sad. <laughs> My son is in here. If you can hear him laughing, that's sad. Like we are losing ourselves. It's not okay to do that. Like God did not intend you to have a life where you don't pay attention to yourself in that capacity. And that is not a beautiful sacrifice. Now there's days it's just going to happen, right? You're just so like, you know, crazy. It's not like you're intentionally doing it, right? I'm not saying you need to feel guilty for this. I'm just saying like, you know, we can, we can look at motherhood and and think like martyrdom, right? We we can think like, wow, we're sacrificing so much for the good of our children. And it's so beautiful. And there is a beauty that comes from sacrifice and in, in motherhood, that is true. But like sacrifice at this level is not beautiful. That's just destructive to yourself. And so we want to, I want to help you move away from this. And so we have to get back to just kind of like the, the core foundation of things, like start paying attention to what you need and what you want. Now I want to just give a disclaimer here. We're not talking about following your feelings. Uh, the world would tell us that we should follow our feelings, that we should listen to our body. And I know that phrase, listen to your body. It's confusing because I'm telling you to pay attention. But to me, uh, you got to make, and I've shared this a couple times here, but it's not good for me in my mind to say, listen to your body. Cause our body tells us all kinds of things that are not good. And so we can't like give our bodies the authority here. What we need to do though, is to pay attention to them. We need to not ignore the cues. We need to register them. Cause even if it's like a cue, like, you know, 
you know, it's something like a sin, a sin kind of nature coming up. Even that is something you want to pay attention to because maybe it means that you are in, you need to create some more boundaries to protect yourself. Maybe it means that you're really tired and so you're kind of stumbling close to sin to try and compensate for how you're feeling, right? Like maybe you feel like another, you know, a third glass of wine and it's like, well, my body feels like this, right? But it's because you're so depleted and so worn down that you're not taking care of yourself and then you're leaving yourself open to sin, right? And so we don't, we don't listen to our feelings because listen means you're giving it the authority, not our sins. We don't listen to our body because listening means that you're giving your body that authority. The body does not get the authority. The body is your flesh, right? So it's going to have sinful desires, but you're paying attention, Okay. And so, and we're not following our feelings. We're not saying like, oh, I feel like not parenting today, or I feel like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> leaving my husband, right? Those, we're not following those feelings. We do not let feelings lead us, but we need to pay attention to them. We need to register what's going on because those can tell us clues about what is happening and what we need in order to care for and steward the life that God has given us right? If we're not caring for our body, which is his holy temple, right? By the way, like he, he resides in it. So we need to care for it. But if we're not taking time to care for it, then it does, it possibly opens us up to stumbling, right? Like that's when we overeat because we're so depleted and we're just craving something to make us feel a little bit better, right? That's like, it leaves us open to so many different kinds of sin. And so we have to pay attention to it, but yeah, we're not listening to our body. We're not following our feelings. We're paying attention to those things. Okay. So what are the yearnings of your heart that God has placed there? So more than following our feelings, that's what we're talking about. Like what are the the deep yearnings of your heart? We're going to talk more about this in a few minutes, but like those deep things in there, like what, what is that? And then what about the more immediate needs and desires? Like right? We talked about a few of these eating. Do you need to eat? Do you need to take a nap? Do you want slash need to read a book? Seriously. Like, do you need to sit down for 15 minutes in the middle of your day and read a book and let your kids go play? Do you need that? Do you need to get outside? Like, what do you need? I know, like, I think I shared this recently, but for a while, you know, it was tough with the kids just in a phase of summer and where they were at. And, you know, when my husband would finally come home, I just had, (laughs) it was a need to get outside and go on a walk and take a break. And literally I would be gone for maybe 20, 30 minutes and I would come back a different person. I would come back so much more peaceful. I would be excited for dinner together. I'd be excited to connect with everyone. And before I was like, you know, grumbling on the verge of yelling, maybe already yelling at someone like it it just wasn't pretty. I was frustrated with the day. I felt defeated, but like going outside, taking a little space for 20 or 30 minutes, like everyone was so blessed that I took that space. That was a need. Like, so what do you need? Do you need to exercise? You know, I know I hear so many people talk about how they feel so much better when they exercise. (laughs) I say other people because I'm not, I'm still not good at this. And something I'm working on, it's one of the disciplines I'm trying to uh, incorporate this year. Um, So I'll keep you posted on how that goes, but it's still something I'm working on. But I know for so many of you, that is a need. So how can you get that need in, right? Like even if it's 10 to 20 minute workout, like you have 10 to 20 minutes, you can make that happen, right? There's many ways to do that. So 
You need to begin to stop ignoring these. It is not okay to ignore these needs and desires. Yes, sometimes we are going to have to sacrifice for our kids. Sometimes we're going to have to sacrifice our sleep, right? Like there's going to be seasons where we got to get up with the baby and there's sickness and, you know, phases they go through, whatever else, right? Like that's going to happen. It's not saying that we don't sacrifice, right? But I'm just saying we've got to not ignore our needs. So maybe that day that you get up with the baby, the next day you need to figure out how to take a nap or you need to figure out doing something else that's going to fill you up and give you energy. Um, Sometimes we need to stop working when we are loving what we're doing to go and play Legos, right? Like there are times we're going to have, there are times when we're going to have to sacrifice. We're going to have to, to set boundaries on the work that we love to do and go do something that like we know is going to be good. And we love connecting with our kid, but maybe it depletes us a little bit more. Maybe it's a little more exhausting, but we know we need to do that because like, you know, it's just like any other healthy relationship, right? You sacrifice for one another. We're not going to stop the sacrifice. That's still going to happen. But sacrifice doesn't mean that you lose yourself. It doesn't mean you forget about yourself. It doesn't mean you ignore every feeling that you have, every need that you have, right? Like in a marriage, think about that. Like it's, it's not healthy if one of the people is just saying, okay, whatever you want to the other person, right? It's not okay if the person's only thinking about the other side, right? The goal is to kind of think about each other, but you also need to communicate what you need. Like that's part of a healthy marriage is communicating that. And so we want to have this kind of healthy relationship, this mutual giving and receiving with each other. Now in a parent child relationship, that giving and receiving looks a little different. They're not going to be giving as much as they're going to be receiving, but that means that you need to take responsibility for your own receiving, right? Like if they're not going to be the ones giving. Now there's moments of course where our kids fill us up and we, you know, we love that, but it's not their responsibility. So we have to be responsible for that. And I mean, ultimately like that, that's where it all boils down to, right? Like if you want to be healthy, you need to have an in, an inflow greater than your outflow, right? And so if your outflow is too great and it it surpasses the inflow of what you're receiving, then you're going to be depleted. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to hate your life. I mean, ultimately, like you're not going to be healthy. And so if you're spending a lot of time with children and their job is not to fill you up, right? Like that's not their responsibility. And I have a, I have a whole video on this, um, in the Facebook group from a long time ago. I'll have to see if I can repost it and find it and repost it. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it just kind of demonstrates how the different relationships work, uh, like a vertical relationship versus a horizontal relationship, meaning like a marriage, which is side by side versus a vertical one, which is like a parent to child. Anyways, go check out the Facebook group and, um, I'll try and repost that it's, you can find it at morning mama collective. If you go and search in Facebook or the link is also in the show notes, I would love to see you over there and just get to know you. But anyways, so if you are, if you are in a lot of those spaces where you are caring for children and pouring in, then it is your responsibility then to make sure that you are getting filled up, that you're 
putting in more than you're pouring out. Because then if you're not taking responsibility for that, you're not going to show up as your full self. You're not going to show up as the mom that God intended to intended you to the wife that God intended you to. So if that's like the season that you're in, then you have to be extra intentional to make sure that you're paying attention to your needs and that you are finding space to get filled up. Now, another kind of example I want you to think through of this is like, have you ever been in a relationship or even just like a moment, right? Maybe it's not the full relationship, but there's just a moment where the other person in the situation just keeps saying like, well, whatever you want, whatever you think, like, yeah, that sounds great. Whatever you want to do. Like, I don't, I don't care whatever you want to do. I don't know about you, but that like, depending on the situation, usually is pretty annoying. Like it drives me a little bit crazy. Now, yeah, we can all be like this sometimes. I have been that person, but you know, that, that, what that is, is that person is not bringing their full self. They're not bringing their opinion. They're not bringing their needs. They're not bringing their desires. And there can be a million reasons that, that lead to this, but ultimately like there's a lack of richness in that relationship, right? It's that relationship is going to be limited then because that person is not authentically showing up. And a richness in relationship comes from mutual enjoyment of each other, mutually sharing and giving and receiving, right? And so like, if you want to have a healthy self, a healthy relationship that requires you to bring your authentic self. It requires you to bring the fullness of who you are, your opinions, your needs, your wants. And while that can, you know, like be taxing on people at times, it also is beautiful. Like, you know, you you trust the person more. You feel closer to the person, right? If you think of those people that kind of do that all the time, it's hard to feel close to them because you don't really know them. You don't really know what's going on. And it's the people that like trust you to really share their heart that those are the people that you trust the most, that you feel closest to. And so we can't just go through this season of motherhood and marriage, just giving and giving and giving and not being connected to what we really need and want. It's not authentic. It's not good for any of us. So like, Use this as fuel to, to know that you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to. Another way to look at this too is, you know, what creates entitled adults. You know, I think there's a few things that, that does this, but a lot of it is what creates entitled adults is kids that think their feelings and their needs and their desires are the only thing that matter. I know that's a hard one, right? Like we're, we're trying constantly to love our kids and be selfless for them. And that is beautiful. Like, and they, they, they need that selfless love. Like we're talking about, it's not their responsibility to take care of us, but they do need to know that we have needs. They need to know we're human. They need to know that we need sleep, that we need to eat, that we're, we struggle sometimes, right? Like that's a real human experience. And if, if they never get to see that, then they're going into life impaired because they're not realizing that uh, that's what a a relationship looks like is that people are going to struggle at times or going to have things that they need. And it's not always about them all of the time. So for the sake of your children, like take care of yourself, take care of yourself. Your kids need it. When you show up as your full self, this actually helps them to learn how to have a healthy relationship, how to consider other people, how to sacrifice for someone, 
right? They learn to say, how are you doing? Right? Like, it's beautiful. Like I, I am looking at this card on my desk right now. And there was this day that I had a really bad headache and I was being a little bit short with my son. I just kept telling him, please just stop talking. Like I just need quiet right now because my head hurts so bad. And I was probably being a little bit rude, but I was just really struggling. And, you know, um, like an hour later, he came down to my office and he gave me this card that he made with this beautiful rainbow on it. And these sweet, like flower stickers. It's so beautiful. And he wrote on it, dear mommy, I love you. I'm sorry that you do not feel good. I will make a Lego tower for you to see. I hope you feel better. And that like, it literally sits on my desk. There's nothing else like it on my desk. The rest is like functional stuff, but I have to have that on my my desk because it makes me so happy. Like that he like didn't just think of himself and how I was being rude or short with him. And he didn't just feel sad. He, he thought, you know what? I need to take care of my mom. And not that he needed to take care of me, but that he wanted to think about how I was feeling, that he wanted to fin- find a way to love me. And so I just love that. And so we need to let our kids love us. Again, it's not their responsibility to take care of us, but we need to allow them to see our humanness and our brokenness and know that it's it's okay to, to, to sacrifice for each other, to, to think of each other. Okay. So I hope that that helps you give yourself permission, right? Like you permission to tell them like where you're at, like to say, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm tired today. Like, you know, like I, I woke up a lot with the baby. I'll say that some days, like when, especially when I'm struggling with patience and I'm saying, you know, what? I'm so sorry that I'm struggling with patience. It's my responsibility to be patient with you no matter what. I'm, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a hard time though. Cause I woke up a lot with the baby and I didn't get enough sleep. Right. So it's like, I'm not telling him that it's okay that I'm being impatient. I'm not telling him to take care of me, but I'm letting him into my world. Like, yeah, I am tired. And it's just a little bit harder to be kind today. And so he has an example now of knowing like what to do when he feels that way or when someone else feels that way. It's some, when it's okay to tell your kids, like, I need to take a break. If you are overstimulated, you're overwhelmed. It's okay to say, Hey guys, I'm going to go step outside for a minute. Like if it's safe, depending on their their ages, but, um, it's okay to say like, I need to go take a break right now. And, and you go and you sit and you pray or you go for, if your kids are even older, you go for a quick walk, like whatever that looks like, like taking a break and telling them that it's okay to tell them like, I I'm, Oh, I'm, you know, again, I'm struggling with being patient right now. I'm struggling with being kind right now. I'm really hungry. I should have paid attention to my body sooner and eaten, but I didn't. And so now I really, I shouldn't talk to you until I eat because there's nothing that's good. That's going to come out of my mouth. (laughs) Like just, just let them in on like, what is going on and, and know like that it's okay to do that. No, teach them that, that you need to care for yourself too. teach yourself that. Okay. Um, Another example is, okay, it was fun playing that. Um, now I'm going to go take a break. Okay. And then you go read a book. So go, go play with them, go run around, go play Legos, go do whatever it is you like to do with your kids, go play a board game, but then say, okay, that was really great. I'm going to go take a break now. And maybe that means doing the laundry, but maybe that means reading a book literally in the middle of your day, going and sitting and reading a book for 20 minutes. Like it's okay to do that. You are a human that needs rest. And you do not have to entertain your kids 24 seven. Okay. And it also got this all also goes with your husband. 
So some examples with, um, husband is, you know, for me, I don't always like love watching TV at night. Um, the only time I do is like when he's out of town, I don't know what it is. I think I can like just watch whatever show. We don't have to like find a show we want to watch together. And I'm also so tired from putting all three kids down by myself, whatever it is. Anyways, when he's home, I don't always love to watch TV. I'd rather do a lot of other things, but that's what he likes to do a lot. And that's how we, you know, something we can share together. And so, so, you know, he would sit down and do this every night. Like he loves doing this together. It's something he really enjoys. But I know like I, if I do that every night, I just feel like I wasted my night. I don't get to do what I, I really wanted to do at that time. I don't feel as rested, whatever it is. And so I now like I'd make sure to sit down with him once or twice a week. We have our pizza night as well that we watch a movie. Like we have different things that we do throughout the week to connect. We have our sacred time, all of that. But all that to say, like I don't sit down every single night with him to watch TV because I, there's other things that I want to do. And so it's okay to say, I just don't feel like doing that tonight. I'm sorry, babe. Right? Like it's okay to choose to do your own thing that is going to fill you up. Right. And now I do want to give the caveat that you do need to fight to share space together. Like you need to make sure that you are being intentional and, and in like being very intentional to share space together because, uh, this can easily go the other direction, at least for us. Like we're both so independent that if we don't fight for time together, we can end up, you know, not spending a lot of time together. And so this is something we have to like weekly think about and be conscious of. And so you don't want to take it too far. But you also are allowed to choose what you want to do at night. You don't always have to do what he wants. Another example for us is football. Like for a while, I felt bad that I like, you know, when we first got engaged or we were dating, I like got into football with him and we had fun with it and it was cool and great. But then as we got married and we started having kids, I just like haven't really cared. I just don't feel like I have the capacity to care. And I felt bad about that for a while. Like, oh, I should probably like sit down and watch it with him and make this a thing that we can do together. And, and maybe someday that will be the case. But right now, like our son is old enough to watch with him now. And so that they make that a thing. And I get to go shopping or I get to work on something during that time. And so instead of feeling guilty, like, oh, I need to do this and I need to, to show up for him in this space, I find a way to use that to fill me up with something, right? Now, again, in marriage, you got to be careful because it goes both ways. And with kids, it goes both ways, right? Like you can't always be doing what you want. You got to make sure you're spending that time together. But I think with this question, the person that asked it, or the topics when it's been coming up, it's because we are lacking boundaries. We're giving ourselves away too much to everyone else and not taking time for ourselves. And so that's who I'm speaking to. So if you fall on the other end of the spectrum, maybe intentionality is something you need to work on. But for people that are feeling like they're getting lost in motherhood, then these boundaries and knowing it's okay to say no, it's okay to do something different. It's okay to choose what you want to do. That's going to fill you up. And it's important to do that. Okay. All right. So there's two more things, but we're going to, um, take this over to the next episode because I think this is just such an important topic and I hope that you are loving it too. So come into the Facebook group. Tell me if you're loving it. Tell me if you have more questions or ideas of things you want to be talked through. Tell me if it's helpful. I just love to get to hear your feedback and get to know you. Um, and let me just pray for you. 
God, I just thank you that you have called us to be daughters, God, first and foremost, God. I thank you for this beautiful season of marriage and motherhood and that we get to find so much joy in it and and connection. But God, I pray you would give us just wisdom for how to see it, how to create healthy boundaries, God. Just just help us to know where to set those and what that looks like. Help us to have the courage to do that, Lord. I pray that we would be able to just care for ourselves in a way that is going to help us just live fully in this space that you called us to be, God. I thank you that you love us and you see us just as individuals, God, separate from anything or anyone, God, and that you love us just as we are, God. Help us to see ourselves that way. Help us to see you loving us that way, God. We thank you for your wisdom that you're going to bring us, God. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,